possibilities to you. What are you suspicious about? Of what you would choose. You don't trust me to choose a novel? I do. Mostly trust you. Welcome to Romance with a Cocktail. I'm Peter. And I'm Ashley. And we're married. married. So did you enjoy this week's book? I thought it was a lovely story. This week we'll be talking about Written in the Stars. Is this relationship fake or is it true love? A novel by Alexandra Bellefleur. I Chris, know, and you Christina were... Lauren said she was hooked from the very first page, which isn't that two people? Yeah. Okay, so but they're Christina famous. and Lauren said that. Yeah, and they write together, so they're kind of like... Talia Hibbert said, everything I want from a rom-com. Fun, whimsical, and sexy. And it was all those things. Was it? But, you know, you weren't excited about fake dating, so I'll be curious. Yeah, Um, I I hate that. That, what do they call that, a trope? It is. It's like a very common one. I like it. It's fun. I hate the, like, I hate the, I hate the... Fake dating. I hate the like caught in a room with a single bed. I pretty much hate all the tropes. I'll you be are not a romance reader. So like you have to like those things. But that's like what they're built on is all the tropes, and it's always super fun to like find your favorite tropes or figure out what. The you only do one like. I kind of like is the one where they dislike each other and turn out to like enemies each other. to lovers because that's an actual real thing. Everything yeah. else is just. Made up. Well, friends fun. to lovers is also very real. If that's a trope, then it I is. Guess. But they, I mean, that's most of the world. <laughs> so I don't know why it's a trope. So here's your margarita. All right. I mean, because as requested, tequila was figuring it was really the only thing other than wine that figured in. Oh, yeah. Tastes like a margarita, but it's mm-hmm. pink. Why is it pink? I wanted to add a little. Oh, just for fun? Mm-hmm. Nice. Kind of, and then it kind of reminds us of like boxed rosé, which also figured in the mm-hmm. book. So yeah, on two levels and you made it frozen. Yep. I wasn't expecting that. Didn't you like that? I do, but I wasn't expecting it. Right. You know, I love a margarita. I know. One day we're going to read a book where they drink Palomas, which is my favorite. Mm, okay. Maybe it'll be the next book that we read. Maybe, and depending on whether we read my choice or yours. Yep. All right, so So you're really going to turn me down on my first Oh no, if you have a choice and it I is actually did. a romance, it's we will a, read 100% it. 100% a romance and it will surprise you. You'll be like, "Wait, you picked that?" Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm ready. But we have to talk about this one first before yeah. you reveal your choice. So, written in the stars. I mean, how more formulaic I mean, okay, but one is an actuary and the other one is just like into the like whimsical astrology. But she's actually an astronomer who specialized in cosmology. So I guess it's okay because she's like super smart and we shouldn't just dismiss the metaphysical. The one thing I like about all books, and I will concede that this had it, was like sort of taking the ordinary and making it extraordinary. Making something that's sort of ordinary or even like kitschy and kind of like things like soap operas because they sort of sort of brought they up did. soap operas and like astrology are sort of like poo pooed as mm-hmm. 
idiotic, right? Yeah. But then you can enjoy them in such a way that they are meaningful. And I like the things that take sort of the mundane or even the kitschy and turn it into something special because maybe it says something about you, you know, yeah. personally. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I do like that. A little bit too formulaic, you know, the, the opposites attract sort of thing. Opposites attract. You don't like opposites attract? I mean... Well... I that's mean, also true. A little bit people. little bit too extreme, you know. Okay, actuary I give you that. and like a, a Twitter astrologer, you know, sort of like a little... And then everything was like that. Like, she couldn't have matching underwear. The other woman did. I mean, you know, it was just a little bit too much of that. Now tell me this. Who had more masculine energy in the relationship? Well, I don't know if that's really in a question that we should be asking. You shouldn't? I Why wouldn't you? I'm sure they ask the same question. Now, almost. in the novel, like, if you think about who, like, typically, or we've only read heterosexual novels yeah. up until now, I would say that how we typically see them, I saw the um, Darcy with more. The buttoned-up one, the actuary right. with more. Right. But I don't know if that's just because typically... You, does it make you uncomfortable that I asked you very, that question? Very. <laughs> I, I figured this episode was going to be very uncomfortable, though. So, But I do think that... I wonder, though, in you a weird way... You don't think lesbians ask the same question amongst each other? Of course they talk about that. Great. You don't know, and I don't know. However, what I, I will say... I probably have more lesbian friends than you do. You probably do. It is kind of... My first boss Traditional in the sense of... Remember Debbie? Mm-hmm. I didn't great. know that until today. No, not Debbie. Not Debbie from the magazine. <laughs> Debbie from the Boys and Girls Club. Oh, yeah, Club. I did know that. Yeah, um, yeah it'd be hard not to know that. Um, what I was going to say is in novels, often, and I've pointed this out and I wonder about it in heterosexual novels, the man is the one that's buttoned up and serious and organized. Mm-hmm. And the woman is depicted as like flighty and super talented, but kind of can't keep herself together. You know, we've read multiple of mm-hmm. that. And often it's that way. And I question whether I would like the reverse, but I don't think I've ever read the reverse. So I don't know if Say that's that why, like, there is a pretty common situation, opposites attract, where the man is like this buttoned up, very serious, like, finance, mm-hmm. math type guy, and the woman is mm-hmm. more in the clouds, is super talented in something, but can't keep her life together. Right. And that is not uncommon. And mm-hmm. I think when we read Love Lettering, that's one I, that stands out that has that. Mm-hmm. I said, I've never read a novel where the man was the one who couldn't keep his life together and was kind of like all over the place, but super talented. Yeah. And so... Is that... I don't know if that's why then I say she seemed more like have masculine energy because that's how romance novels depict men often. Or even like uh, historicals will sometimes say have that set up. And I don't even know if I would like a novel where the... It's like I've often said The man was the one who's a mess. It's like I've often said women want security. Men want... And more, I really, superficial I'm not going to lie, I really struggle with that. But it's That true. idea of it and like want to reject it because I can provide security. You can. 
Nobody's but saying you can't. If we're thinking about who in this relationship but is. Men don't seek women for security. I mean, <laughs> by and large. Well, sometimes they seek them for not like financial, nurture. Not financial security in the most part. For the most part. Although, uh, what about the one, it was a romance novel where the man needed the woman because she had money and she wanted him. Burn and Escape it was one of the early reasons. Oh, it was Lisa Kleypas. Devil in Winter. But Evie still, he was very organized. Sebastian Saint. And he, he was and super he was business, competent. And he was, like, and he was protecting oriented. her. And he just didn't have any money. Yeah. And that's so, what I mean. Like, I, I don't... So then I could easily attach it to her. But I thought in the, like, more steamy scenes, mm-hmm. she kind of had more... She played a little bit more of the initiator, I thought. That's interesting that you think that's a masculine trait. I wouldn't even recognize it as such. I'm so advanced. Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> um. Well, so they, I mean, you, you got to think. Well, but that's a good point. We attach specific roles to masculine and feminine, which may or may not be true, but we attach them. So then even when we're reading a novel about two women, you're going to attach certain things if you're more likely to associate a man with those characteristics than a woman. Even though these are literally two women and they're fairly equal in mm-hmm. their relationship with each other. It's just... She's more of the man. I think that's just because we think of she actuaries is, right. as men. No, not just that. I think he's more put together. She's... He's more like... Men are more like... It, depicted in romance novels as like more, like you said, initiators. She was more of an initiator. Mm-hmm. She was more aggressive, if you will. Even though she was super hesitant to engage in the relationship when it finally came time. But then to... when it became physical... She was, which was, again, surprising to me, honestly, at first. Well, you know, I mean, relationships, they, I mean, relationships with uh, romantic relationships come from a place. I mean, even if you're hard biologically wired to be a homosexual, you still, your types that you're looking at are your parents and 99% 99% yeah. of society around you. So, like, the way you do coupling has to be influenced somewhat by... Yeah, that's true. ...heterosexual coupling, right? Even if it's not the same, it still draws from it in some ways. And so I I would be surprised. I mean, I guess there are probably some relationships out there where it's just, like, 50-50, you know, nobody's more masculine or feminine than the other. But I, I would guess that most of them have a complementarity to it in the same way that heterosexual mm-hmm. couples do. Like, if one is more of a giver, one has to be more of a receiver. By Yeah, that's true. By virtue of the way relationships Right, work, but we don't right? necessarily have to attach that to masculine and feminine. Well, biologically, we there is did. a way to think of it as one is a giver, the other is a receiver, biologically. Okay, but that so, isn't doesn't come into play with its two women. It doesn't, but again... We're we're not we're not creatures created in vacuums. We look we look to the people around us, mm-hmm. and so that's a type. That's a way of engaging. I mean, I guess it could be. Uh, I'm guessing among gay men, there's there's a similar complementarity. Mm-hmm. You know, um, maybe more in gay men because. Then it's there's more a giving and a receiving biological. That's what I mean. With two women, it, there isn't a biological, like it's not the same. 
But in this case, there was. That's how it worked out when you think about the first. Yeah, in the first scene, but then the in the scene. second one, it switched. Yeah, that's true. I think. And there were only two, so. Yeah. Uh, well, two, but one that was drawn out for a little while. That was pretty long. Yeah. <laughs> pretty detailed. A lot of stuff going on. Yeah. So it was formulaic. I mean, I still thought it was sweet. I mean, it was not. It was well you, written. It deep, was. It was engaging. Things? It wasn't. It Those, wasn't bad. What deep things? I mean, other than my, what I really like is sort of taking the mundane and making it like looking at it in a way that makes it special. I like that. Well, it also is a novel with two women, and that is never the issues that they're dealing with, which I think is nice. What's not the issue? That it's two women. Like, it's an LGBTQ novel. Mm -hmm. But that is, like, even she has issues with her family. It's not about being gay. It's not. And she had, they have issues finding a partner. But it's never, like, that's never what is at play. It just shows two people in a relationship. And I do think that is... That's a good thing. Is a good I thing, agree. and it's probably a, like a reason that this was a very well received when it came out. Hmm. And I had like downloaded it a couple times and never read it. Yeah. And so then that's why I thought, oh, let's read it. Hmm. Okay. So it kind of shows a change because if you read older novels, it would be. So did you have the same, you know, sort of uh, enjoyment of this as a queer novel as you would a. I think so. I think it was still enjoyable. I mean, you're right that it was a very typical romance novel. Mm -hmm. Um, But my question is, like, did you enjoy it even the the romantic parts as much? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I don't... There was no man involved. You realize that you're a heterosexual woman. I mean... Like, for me, it makes sense. I like women. So two women, that's even better. It's like double the double the fun, right? But for you, I, I'm surprised. Like, I, I think if it was like a, a gay men's um, well, romance. We'll read one of those too at some point. I'm not sure I'll really like love it. I Maybe I will. Maybe I'll be like totally turned on by the romance between the two men. I mean... If I am, would you would you uh, think less of me? No. Oh, you'd think that was great if I was like, like. I think it's fine. If I read like this romance of these men, and I was like, I really love gay romances, and like I started reading gay romance novels, would that be cool? I mean, I'd be surprised since you don't really <laughs> like reading romance novels, and whether it's gay or not it's still the same like you said like you brought up with this one it's still the same idea this romance novel is not very different at all Mm -hmm. from all the romance novels we've read yeah it just has two women yeah and like maybe if i was really thinking i would choose one that has a man and a woman because that's more you know for me (laughs) but but, I mean, I still think it was good. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I like it. I mean, granted, I waited until the last day and had to read it all in one day. But I, mm-hmm. you know, was sorry to see it end. I was enjoying it. Mm-hmm. So, 
I don't think it, it changed very much at all my enjoyment or not of okay. the novel. Did you enjoy the objectification of the woman body? I'm not going to lie. So you said it went all the way throughout. Maybe I got used to it. The first scene where that's like all it is was not what I'm used to. That was very surprising to me. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure I enjoyed it. But I didn't notice it throughout. So either it started to be less because, again, they got to know each other. or And so it became less about that. Or I just didn't notice it anymore and got used to it. What I liked was that it was like very blatant objectification of the female form. Like they're literally staring at each other. And like like in their like different bits and parts mm -hmm. and talking about it, all the, uh, you know, all the senses were engaged in enjoying the female form. Yeah. I think I could read... A dozen more lesbian romance novels. I think that's great. Because you know what? In the heterosexual romance novels, because it's all about the woman's pleasure, as you would say. I put my air quotes up when I say woman's pleasure. It's like the men are noticing her eyes and her porcelain skin. And it's like the way a woman wishes a man would look at her body and care about her body. This one... She was like, the the woman at some point was like, I want to taste you, and I want to taste you in your place. <laughs> well, I think that men say that kind of stuff to women, too. Not in the romance novels that we... I feel like they've said it. I mean, they... Why, maybe not, but they do. They talk about that. Do they? Yes. I was thinking to, more... To, that would be... That coupled with the, you know, dozens of other ways that women's bodies were really scrupulously cataloged throughout this novel. A little bit different. A little bit different. But than probably the not novel. unrealistic because don't you think that that is more of how men look at women in relationships? Of course. I mean, they always want to like grab places and touch places and things. they do what makes you think that right, well first of all i have personal experience you do and mm -hmm. instagram has confirmed that you are not alone okay for us so mm -hmm. so you think you could read like 10 more oh let's read nothing but lesbian romance novels for the rest of this podcast or did you just find it very interesting? Well, I mean, for me, I don't have to worry about these ridiculous depictions of men anymore. And I can enjoy the objectification of women. It's okay, no, great. we're not enjoying the objectification <laughs> of women. It's like perfect. And verbal consent wasn't even a thing. It was a thing. Oh, oh, it wasn't. Because she specifically said, is this okay? She and said, she that's said okay. Yes. Nope. She didn't say yes. Don't worry. I highlighted it. We'll get to that. She didn't say yes. What she saw was the woman arched her back, which meant invited her to oh, do more. Oh, yeah, you're right. She didn't actually say so, yes. So there she was no verbal. Asked. Actually, there was an attempt at verbal consent. There was no verbal consent. And she just went along with it anyway. So I just want to point out that, like. Well, the novel PC, last week, there was none. PCness so. is out of the window because also 
there's no power imbalance, so people don't have to get all it's true. get all their hackles off. But isn't that kind of interesting? There's like no power imbalance, so that's kind of it like is kind of interesting. Yeah, kind of an interesting thing that mm-hmm. you don't see. Oh yeah, I think it's very the, interesting. And they were both successful, you know. Like they were, yeah, they were both doing well on their own. They mm-hmm. wanted well. She didn't think she wanted love, but the other one wanted love. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I thought it was a good story. I mean, it was nice. It was a good read. It was just a typical romance. Yeah, I don't Yet know. Yet two women and not a man and a woman. I don't know if talking about, like, underwear chafing your private parts, like, in the opening paragraph was such a great way. I told you, the first so couple of pages, I was like, what is this? Right. I think but that's, that's probably pretty realistic of how you feel when you're about to go on a date. Yeah, but I, I feel... You don't like that? I mean, I have to deal with that sometimes. So. I mean... If it turned both of us off, it can't be. It was probably a mistake. To but I didn't think it continued that way. I thought it... No, it didn't, which is it sad. It just started with You this... should always start with something that gives you... That encapsulates... And it's super interesting because how I read the first page of the novel is not how I read the character of the rest of the novel. I don't know. There was like something about it that the beginning was just like, wait, what is going on? But then... Yeah. But I do think after that, I, I did enjoy it very much. There was only so much chafing a girl could handle, and L. Jones had reached her limit. I mean, that's a terrible first line. Okay, we don't it's need terrible. to say terrible. It was. It was. I mean, as first lines go, my opinion, it's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think it's terrible. I think it's one of the worst first lines of a novel. I'm not saying the novel was bad. I'm just saying that's one of the worst first lines. You don't like to start with chafing? I mean, it's just like, I guess maybe women could feel a little sympathy for it because that's a real thing. Yeah, said. exactly. But you also thought it was not such a great... Well, it just... It was, like, the whole first... Right. Page. It's it just should, the whole it thing should just in the tell beginning. You who you, I, I mean, I get what they're going for. Like, try to like the person. And it's kind of funny and weird and quirky. And it just, to me, it wasn't, wasn't great. Okay. Mm-hmm. It is real, though. Chafing mm-hmm. is a real... I mean, men chafe, too. You realize Fine. our parts hang outside of us, so like there's maybe more of a potential for chafing. I don't know, but our thighs and stuff. Yeah. Do you, do you know we also have thighs? Did you know that? <laughs> yeah, you can't have that much of a problem. Uh, I'm telling you, runners, it's a serious problem with men. And then as men get older, as Larry David has told us, our, our balls distend and get longer and longer and longer. And then it's just... It's a disaster down there. Well, that's why you have to. Then By the time you get like, to forty-three, you know you got. I these, think you're doing fine. These long scrotums. You just want to talk about that. Dangle you, all over. You the are place. making this up. You are just making this. I'm up. not. Like, it's it's on popular culture. Larry no, David. No, I'm not saying. But Larry I'm David saying you just wanted to like bring it up to talk about it. But you are not having these chafing problems right now. I'm not, but it definitely. But that's probably why you have to go time. to like tidy whities as you get older. Keep as as David, as Larry David showed in Curb Your Enthusiasm, yes, he had to switch from boxers to tidy whiteys, ah. and he does not like tidy whiteys. But he it was a big, to hold it all up. But he's Larry Longballs. What are you going to do? You're just really loving that you're getting to bring this up right now, aren't well, you? You're the one who engaged me in conversation about this. You could have let it go. This is, yeah, let's keep going. All right, next. Excellent. Move into something. Well, there, it's also interesting that um, Darcy, I believe, is gay. 
Yes. Or at least or they gr- never bisexual. really. Bisexual. No, no, that's L. That's bisexual. Okay. So here's where it's the first. Okay. He hadn't said much about his sister upon overhearing L discuss the perils of dating, not only as a woman, but a woman who liked other women. Brandon had got this adorable, wide-eyed puppy dog look of excitement and said, You're gay? So is my sister Darcy. Bisexual, yeah, but L was all... So L was bisexual, yeah. and Darcy was gay. Yeah. That's interesting. So... Um, I think the... I think the author's bisexual. I might be wrong Did you that. look it up? I did look it up, because actually her acknowledgments were wonderful. I'll, I'll read that. Oh, really? They were? I'm like trying to, I don't know if I read them. Usually well, I always read them. Well, the last two paragraphs I just thought were so good. And I was like, they were a long acknowledgement, but it made me feel inadequate with my acknowledgements, actually. My acknowledgements are fine. But what, you wish you had written more? Well, she wrote like pages and pages. <laughs> I was like, man. But that's that's good. So bisexual is interesting, the whole bisexual thing. And then maybe she, maybe the author's not, but she definitely is considered a queer romance novelist. Right. And one of her queer romances was A Man and a Woman. And I was like, how is that queer? And I looked it up. It's because the woman's bisexual. She just happened to end up with a man. Okay. So it's queer in that sense. Okay. That's a whole other angle that I hadn't thought. See, romance novels open the world to you. They're much more diverse than most novels. What are? Romance novels. What do you mean they're much more diverse than most novels? Like because they are like they are all kinds of different people and all kinds of different... And you don't think regular novels? No, I don't think nearly as much as romance novels. Hmm. We can see, but... Does my novel have enough diversity? It does. Okay. Probably, yes, but... Well, so why would you say novels don't have... I mean, as a body in modern... The newer romance novels, they're making an effort to be more inclusive, more diverse. I can't believe you're saying that, because novels in general are doing that. That's true. That's true. You know a million of them, because you're Mm. a literacy specialist. But those are mostly YA novels. YA novels have followed the same trend as romance novels, yes. The same trajectory. Ooh. I'm an astrologer, Margot, that's my roommate, and I we were the voices behind Oh My Stars. I think it's great. Very modern, very... Um... I kind of thought... I didn't realize they were in Seattle until, like, a ways in. I, for whatever reason, I thought they were in New York. Um, they say Seattle at some point, and then I was like, "Oh, yeah, they're in I... Seattle." But yeah, it didn't figure part, that prominently. And then part of my issue was, I think of L as a name for somebody who's like Darcy, and I think of Darcy as someone who's like L. Mm, I can see that. And oh, so could be I had funny. a I had a hard time keeping those straight <laughs> for a little while. Um, I had to keep on telling myself L's a sophisticated one. Darcy's the, the, the Dar- oh, I mean the other way. I had to say Darcy's the sophisticated one and Elle is the disaster. She's not on. a disaster. Stop that. She runs a super successful business. Yeah, whatever. 
disaster. Oh my god, you just... She's a free spirit. I wish I was more like her. <laughs> You're plenty like her. <laughs> daytime soaps? I like the daytime soaps. I brought that up. You did, yeah. That was nice. You know, I used to like watching daytime soaps. So I always enjoy a character who likes them. Ridiculous. If anyone had a nice eyes, it was L, Big and blue. So blue, it was like staring off into the Puget Sound at midnight on the full moon. I mean, the whole chemistry thing. I, I also don't like the whole chemistry thing. The immediate chemistry? In well, general, they, you mean you just don't like that in romance novels? I like chemistry. I don't like chemistry being like the ultimate way that two people who don't seem compatible overcome their challenges. I think in real life, I suppose you could have chemistry with someone you really didn't like. But that overcoming the challenges, I think, is a really dangerous notion hmm. to start That's telling people. Because I think yeah. I think in modern culture so much, it's like, well, I have these feelings, so these feelings have to overrule everything. And I think like too often there's like real world stuff that you gotta deal with that like yeah. you, you like incompatibility things that have nothing to do with chemistry, because chemistry like in my mind, a lot of people can be like sexually compatible yeah. with each other. But we're human beings. We have like a million other qualities that ought to be compatible too, you mm -hmm. know? And so I, know, I think it's dangerous to sort of like have the chemistry overcome all the challenges. Yes, of course. You're right. I mean, that is interesting. And I'm trying to think of what else helped them overcome them. It's a very modern notion, you know, especially, and I, I imagine, especially in the gay community, like, it's very important not to downplay your feelings. Yeah. Because that's, like, sort of a generation ago what people were trying to tell them to do. Like, don't act on your feelings because yeah. it's not right to be the way you are. Right, so. so I can see how that would be a difficult sort of nuanced Mm -hmm. to play but I don't know I didn't like it <laughs> okay that was um, very emphatic <laughs> well I just I mean you've said that before I think of a general, certain you I like think that. it's not quite our generation I think it's the next I think it's like millennial and, and below I think that's like very important to them that chemistry is and like sort of chemistry trumps all in these in their novels it seems like it's like a very, I think people of our age and older, like older romance novelists, like no way that they would. I mean, they may. I they mean, may chemistry, have chemistry always matters, but but yeah. then there's something else, like a deeper subjective compatibility that's like really important. Like you look at the reef. Yeah, but that's know, not. Like shared but she was young when shared, she wrote that. Shared interests. No, I'm not saying the age of the author. Oh, I'm you're saying, saying the, the generation. generation. But she's right. not even in ours. She's, right, she's older. Yeah. That's my point. Is like there's always like share more shared compatibility. Whereas, I mean, I think it's dangerous. And like this one, like you can be opposites and even not like each other. But if the chemistry is so good, it will overcome everything. Yeah, mm -hmm. probably not in real life. I mean, maybe, maybe if you're of a certain generation, that's. Well, I mean, they were getting to know each other, but you're right. I was trying to think of what else made them compatible. 
in this novel? I mean, in some ways, like my mom always said, you know, compatible pathology. pathology like, yeah. your weaknesses are their strength, and their strengths are... Yeah. Or their weaknesses are your strengths, you know, that sort of thing. I mean, that's us. I don't know, we also You're disorganized, have... I'm organized. You're intuitive... I'm not very intuitive. Like, there are things. There are things that are opposite, but we're not really that opposite in general. I mean, we. No, there are things, though. Yeah, there are Compatibilities in that way. Mm -hmm. Um, Quit trying to marry me off like I'm some Regency spinster in one of your favorite Austin novels. Your name is Darcy. Did you like that? <laughs> yes, of course. That was great. And it's fun that the guy is the one, the brother is the one who's all reading all the romance novels and like into them. Um, so weird. I love it. Maybe you should get into them a little more. I don't think that'll ever happen. <laughs> I guess not now if you aren't already. I mean, now point. I actually know what I'm turning yeah. into, so there's no chance. You mentioned wine, Darcy prodded when L remained mute, silenced by the awkward fantasy playing outside in her head. A fantasy replete with bow chicka wow wow, 70s porn music, and slow Yeah, stuff like it. that was. Right? Yeah, that was a little okay. bit unexpected. But I mean, did you highlight it in pink or blue or yellow? Yellow, just oh, just because I just was... knew I wanted to bring it up with you oh, and, mm-hmm. and make you say, "Oh, that's fine." Or, or... <laughs> but I mean, do you think that's how you think about things? Do I think about doing dirty things to you on a regular basis? Yeah, do you need to ask me that question? <laughs> Darcy cocked one eyebrow, lips curling. If I told you, I'd have to kill you. <laughs> a shiver raced up Elle's spine, and the look in Darcy's low-lidded eyes and the way her voice had gone teasing, mischievous, evasive, Elle sat up straighter and smiled. Seriously, what brought you to Seattle? First of all, a shiver didn't race down her spine. You've never had a shiver race on your spine? Not at something so stupid as this. Oh, because sometimes I think about, like, things and shivers will race up my back or something. What? So if you're thinking about my past relationships, a shiver will run Oh, no, no, no. Like, I'm thinking about, like, if we had done something fun or something and, you know, if we had gotten busy oh, or you something. Oh, got, you got the sense that the shiver ran up her spine. Was related to her. Being horny? Yeah. Basically? Yeah. That's what I thought that was. You don't think so? So you get horny shivers up Okay, stop. No, that's not the point of my comment. <laughs> Tell me about these horny shivers <laughs> no, you get. Any kind of shivers. Next quote. Next quote. <laughs> <laughs> she nodded. They're wildly in love with each other. My dad still <laughs> buys her flowers. Every- what are you laughing about? Nothing. I don't know. I just have the deal. <laughs> You're not even done with your drink yet. She nodded. They're wildly in love with each other. My dad still buys her flowers every Friday. Darcy smiled. That's sweet. It is. Mm-hmm. 
I love that. I, it's maybe because we're getting old, but there's nothing sweeter than like people who've been married a long time and still love each other. Mm. Going on 18 years, baby. We're going strong. I know. I think people don't really, I mean, unless it's bad already, I think we're pretty much. I don't know. People sometimes. They go bad after 18 years. I think they might, yeah. People, you always hear about men having affairs and stuff at 25 years in and women being left mm. alone. But maybe it was already bad before that. I don't know. That's a good point. You better. No, I better not do anything. Keep you, me on I a think short this was leash. About you doing the right thing, not me. Yeah, better keep me on a short leash. That's what I just said. Better make sure you're not out and about cavorting. Exactly. Warmth seeped from Elle's chest down into her stomach like she'd taken a shot of tequila. It spread lower, heat settling between her thighs. Her thoughts turned syrupy, slow, and candy sweet as Darcy leaned in, easing the distance with every inch by torturous inch. <laughs> you ever felt the need to read that? Yeah, it's in pink. Oh, you, so you liked that. Oh, I, I like it. It gets better. It keeps going. <laughs> you want me to read on? So you now think, do you think the stereotype is true? Like men actually do like to read, read or watch two women? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, it's, it doesn't like, I don't know if I like to watch it. It's not really my thing. Right. But you could, you think that maybe people do. Based on what, based on well, your now know, reading know, of this, I know other guys like like. I mean, it's a category of pornography. I know that's what I mean. I knew that, but I just don't know anything about it. Or... I mean, I guess. I mean, for me, penetration's the main thing. So, I mean, oh my God. but yet you said you could read ten of these, and you've never said that well, about I, any other novel. I like read. that there is no man that I have to like be like roll my eyes at as I'm reading the depiction of some. Huge brute with a huge swinging cock between his legs, like oh, so taking that out. That's like that's like somehow emotionally very available at the same time and still beating people up on a regular basis, and um, you know, and it's just like is really into the woman's eyes and the way she thinks about things, and you know, like just not a real man. And I just roll my Well, eyes it could be a real man. No, no. You don't think you're like that? I don't think that I'm just, I just love you because of your, like, intellect in your eyes, and that's it. Well, and you are attracted to me. Yeah, but, you know, when they're talking about, like, what they're attracted to, it's like... You used to write letters to me about my eyes. Well, of course. So that is true. It is true, is it true that that's what they're thinking about in the heat of passion? Oh, I, I mean, maybe. I'm not I, often thinking about your eyes. In the heat most of, passion, of the time, my I mean, eyes are closed. I mean, some of the time we're in the dark. I don't really care, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, you can't see much of anything. Oh. <laughs> but you know what's there. But I'm not thinking about it. <laughs> really not. Do you want me to tell you what I'm thinking about? Nope. Nope. I think we're good. I think we can move right along. Elle laughed and Darcy's chest ached. 
as if something inside her was stretching to fill the space, growing pains. Eventually, those massive stars reached the end of their lives. They caught with a bang. All the supernova, so bright, so beautiful, drowns out all other stars, and when they do, they throw out all the elements they created. That's what we're made of. We've got calcium in our bones and iron in our blood and nitrogen. In I our like DNA. that kind of nerd talk, actually. And all of that comes from the stars. Eyes. Elle's eyes glistened, sparkled as bright as the stars she spoke of as she blinked, peering up at the sky. We are literally made of stardust. Oh. Beautiful. Poetic. Nerd talk. Oh, um, before her fingers dip beneath the waistband, tucking okay. and curling. Okay, we need to go here. Okay. Elle's back, back bowed, hips arching off the bed in silent invitation. See? No verbal consent. But she asks. So don't you have to get verbal? Isn't verbal consent verbal consent not? Aren't you the one who's always argued that that isn't necessarily? Yeah, it's a bunch of BS because nobody does that. In real life. People probably do that. Oh, they probably do. They probably do. It's probably the least sexy thing in the world. May I? No, no. I would argue that forcing yourself on someone is the least sexy thing in the world. So I don't think asking for consent. Well, to, one, the... to one party, it's the least sexy. <laughs> <Stop>. it's... <laughs> Can't believe you just said that. Take it back. I mean, it's true. Why would somebody be touching you if they weren't turned on? I mean, it's about power, not about actual. Well, I'm not going to get into it. I wouldn't know. Uh, Well, I'm I'm just saying, we won't say consent is the least sexy thing in the world. Verbal consent is terrible. I don't think so. I think there are a million ways. Aren't there times when you say, is this okay? Yes. Only when I'm trying to get you to say something that's dirty. Okay, keep moving. I think maybe we're done. <laughs> for, All right. For example, last thoughts, for final exa- thoughts. For nope. example, sometimes I'm doing something and I'm like, do you like this? <laughs> and I just want you to say you do. Okay. Well, now let's go. I think, dirty. again, I think we might need to just close <laughs> out today. Because what else do we really you know need to talk worse? about with this All novel? my friends found this podcast, so like they're probably all going to be listening to this. Hopefully they don't make it this far. We're really far in now. Oh, they're listening to it now. They're looking <laughs> for things. There was mention of the clit numerous times. A lot. Did you like yes, that? I did notice that. And I was wondering, that's, because it's women, right? Mm-hmm. And that's like a primary concern for women if they want pleasure. Why wouldn't it be a primary concern in heterosexual relationships? Okay, because well, it's about the woman's pleasure. What's more pleasurable? Well, than, usually the man finds it. Mani- yeah, I was gonna say usually the man does find it and, and work with it, but that's a common thing. The idea that men can't find it. I just saw memes the other day about that. All right, moving on. I'm just listening. I, I'm done. Do. Oh, you're done. Mm-hmm. Nothing more to say. It was a good novel. Let's move on. Pressing firmer than before, Darcy didn't back off, didn't let up, even when Elle thrashed against the covers, just this side of two centuries. 
Chappelle had barely recovered from her first orgasm when Darcy wrenched another from her teeth, scraping dent- gently against Elle's sensitive clit. So that was that was a scene. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What's wrong? I, you don't want me reading this? What's wrong? I never want you reading the, these parts. I just don't know why. An explosion of color flared against the black of her vision. Once again, hip-circling, Darcy groaned into Elle's mouth, rocking against Elle's thigh. Taking the hint, Elle slipped her fingers beneath... And I won't go on because I'm really... See the hint? There's no verbal consent going on. Okay, so what can we take from this novel at this point? I think we... I don't know that there's much more that you need to call. I'm, I'm... Not done with my highlights right now. I know, but I feel like you're... I mean, you can look. Are, is there any highlight that you really There's feel a blue offers highlight. us something different? There's a blue highlight. Okay, um, what is your blue? Since that's Whoever what gave the sun permission to sign, shine that bright needed to take several seats. I don't even know what that means, but I'm kind of annoyed by it because it sounds very, like... She's in love. Colloquial. Take several seats? What does that even mean? It wasn't poetic enough for you. Well, what does that mean, take several seats? Like, sit down. But why several? Just exaggerate. So to say how much it was too yeah, much. I don't even know what that means. Like, I don't think people use that colloquially. No, it's made up. I've never heard it's anybody not... say take several seats. No, she made it up. She's a writer. She can up. write something new. Yeah. Mm. It's not that great. We can disagree. All right. Oh, you thought it was a good line? I don't even remember that line, so... There was no word that existed in the English language that meant the opposite of lonely. Some came closer than others, but nothing did justice to the feeling of someone looking into your eyes and connecting with you on a soul-deep level. Is that did pink? Did that touch you? No, it's yellow. It's true. Did you like it? It's nothing better than feeling really connected to someone. Do you feel connected to me mm-hmm. on a soul-deep level? Sometimes. Today, um, today, yes, but maybe not right this minute. Well, yeah, just a minute. Because I really feel like you're using this opportunity to just read aloud all kinds of things. Um, How dare you? I always read at least one steamy passage. I know, but now you've read multiple. No, I haven't. All like that was, was all one passage. <laughs> they, it did go on quite a while. Darcy held up her hand. Her entire face was neon. Her freckles bleeding into the flesh. I'm not telling you the name of anything I wrote. Margot already tried that. This was too good to be true. Darcy wrote fan fiction. Mind blown. <laughs> Did you like that? Yeah, I love that she wrote fan fiction. I and think that, it's fun I, and I highlighted like, that. cool. And I don't know. I like people, people are not one way I all know. the time. It's it. great like that she did that. I liked that. Yeah. So... And then I, all the, like, talking in text form to each other, I hated that. Why? I always enjoy that. I think it's fun. Oh, I just, I highlighted it all in blue. I'm so annoyed by it. So why? You like letters? Yeah, but it's, it's like, it's a book, okay? It's like many levels down of literacy to, like, 
do texts. That's texts. just your opinion. Texts are one of the primary means of communication today and is a very important literacy. I don't like it. I think that you lose a lot of context in text. I don't think it But that's adds... how we build relationships nowadays. We text. We text all the time. I had whole conversations today over text. I don't. Sure I you do. I hate it. Hey, half of our relationships are sustained through meme sharing these days. Well, that's different. Memes is multimedia. <laughs> oh, so that's multimedia. So maybe the net, we can find a romance novel where they pass memes back and forth. I, you think that's novel? I'm sure there are, there are. I haven't read one. Dozens of meme romance novels. I haven't read one. So maybe that's what our. And we can have story. like we. You actually have to have the memes right. in the novel. That'd be a lot of work. It would <laughs> create a bunch of memes. Yeah. Or get permission to use memes. Yeah, exactly. A Christmas tree. Did you like the Christmas tree? Of course. Of course. Oh, I, that really touched your heart. Of course. I guess I. I guess I can't read that one because you said I can't read Steamy. I didn't steamy. say you can't do anything. I just said, no, what does said, it add to you, our conversation? You want to just wrap it up. So if you, you're going to read. It was a pink highlight. Oh, well, then what was it? Okay. Well, you. I just want you to know that you asked me to read this. She leaned <laughs> into Elle's touch, hips pressing into Elle's hand like she was trying to get closer. Elle slipped her hand higher, fingers dipping inside of Darcy's underwear and through her curls until she found her clit. I mean, that's that's like, if that happened in a heterosexual novel, that happens all the time. First of all, what are you talking about? They were about? like barely kissing, and immediately she just goes. That happens goes all the, the time in romance novels. I don't know that. I don't know if I've read any where they're just kissing, and then the man goes straight for. Well, them. you know, I prefer a build up. I don't like just going straight. Well, for the I'm just so. saying. I loved it because I was like, if that happened in a heterosexual one, people would be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. There needs to be a slow build. Men are a light switch. Women are oven. No, that's not true because there are plenty of novels where men just like put a, push a woman up against the wall and go to it. And she's like already ready for him. What? Yes. I'm pretty sure we've read novels like that. All right. Well, name one. Isn't that in Love Lettering? I'm pretty sure. No. No? I don't remember it. <laughs> Next time I read one with I would I would remember that because, like... You want it to be that way? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> Next time I read a scene like that, I'll be like, Peter, come over. Here it is. Here's what I was talking about. Oh, I liked that there's this part where, remember when um, she overheard her talking with her mom? Yeah. In another less good romance novel, that would be like, what was the one we read before this one? Yours truly. In that one, that would be like an extended period of time where they would like be angry at each other, but actually still want each other. Yeah. 
In this one, like, they confront each other right away. I okay. agree. I was, like, so relieved. I was like, oh, God, is this going to be another, like, three chapters of them, like, you know, misunderstanding each other, but actually truly being in love, but, like, just can't be together because they're so mad at each other? Yeah, but no, it didn't. Yeah, it you're did right, it. because it was basically that, and then it was a chapter of sadness. And then, and then, and then, then she just goes, I overheard you talking to your mom. I know, so good. And I was actually like, communicating. Thank God. How rare is that? Thank God. I don't have to listen to, like... That's what happens when it's two women. Good point. Um, so here's the acknowledgments that I really like. To my fur baby Samantha, thank you for being the best alpha leader girl a girl could ask for. And by that I mean thank you for listening to me talk to myself and only for looking at looking at me like I've lost my mind a little. Each time you fall asleep on my notebooks and stomp across my keyboard, you remind me that stepping away from the computer and focusing on the world around me is important. You are my ultimate cuddle buddy, and I love you to the moon and back, Sam. Last but not least, I would not be here quite literally without my mom. Mom, thank you for always encouraging me to pursue my passion and supporting me no matter yeah. how many times I've changed my mind about what I wanted to do with my life or how many times I failed. From the very beginning, when I was a little kid telling wild stories about my imaginary husband, Roger, the green <laughs> dragon whose mother hated me, you supported my quirky storyteller inside of me. You're the best friend, and I love you to the, to the stop sign and back, which is weird, but... It must be something that they yeah. have to themselves. Yeah, that was good. I agree. Mm-hmm. It was nice. She must have said that as a little kid. That's what I think. They must have had... That, that must would have seemed have like really like far real, to her. <laughs> like a very personal thing. It's like something say. that we talk about Hank. Like, that's like <laughs> something Hank would say. Right. <laughs> It's the boomba treehouse dinosaur. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. So there was a lot to like about this. Yeah. Even though you started with it hey, was formulaic. Look, ha- haven't I already said we could read nothing but lesbian I know. So I'm very interested to hear. So, well, let's see. Before you tell me what your I like new is choice. that it's unashamedly corporeal in the like and, and like enjoying the woman's body in a way that. You don't think real Hetero, romance are like... I don't think heterosexual romance novels are that way. I think it's all about like this dreamy notion of a romantic couple and not about like the actual sex, which men, that's what they care about is the, like the actual sex. I mean, we also care about you as a but person. But then women do too, soul. clearly, because this novel is about women. Well, of course. So but it's just more like... I think, it's too transcendent I think in, all the time? I think in... What is it? I think in heterosexual romance novels i think women are starved for men who care about more than just sex because in this culture this day and age Hmm. that is what men seem to care about most and so they create these romance novels and i've called them emotion emotional pornography where they like create these men that aren't they don't strike me as real men they're like not that they're not like manly enough they're always manly enough it's just like the geography of their emotion, that emotional terrain that they inhabit just doesn't strike doesn't me as like real a real person. You. I mean, I, there could be men like that. I just don't know any like that. I mean, I think of you like that. Uh, like what? You're like strong and sensitive. But that's not what I'm talking about. And my body. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like. In these scenes of like sexual rapture 
in like the buildup to the Heschel rapture, there is a minimizing of the objectification of women, which they call it objectification, which is like a pejorative term. But like the truth is, men like women's bodies. And they like talking well, about it and thinking about it. Well, I'm interested because now I want to read one and like see if that's really. It is true. True. I haven't thought they, of it that way. They sort of like, I think about like, you know, the alabaster breasts that we read in a couple, like in the 1066 novel. Remember yeah, that? But that was like super old and like, again, it's said in 1066. So. But again, it was sort of like, you know, it, it didn't strike me. Like I do, I. I can guarantee you in 1066, that was not what... what I said that about that novel. You were the one defending that it could be how people are in 1066. Yes. About what? Perhaps you just like to be contrary to me. You were like, yeah, they could be like that. It's reasonable. Like what? Like how they are in the novel. No, I'm sure they could be like that. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that it couldn't be together. I'm talking about, like, the very specific, like, thoughts going through men's head as they're, like... But, you know, you raise... How would you write a man, a male-female, man-woman novel where there's a real appreciation for the corporeal? Well, I think it's just... But that is not... I think it's the same thing that happens in a lot of culture. I think that pendulum swings too far. Like, women are looking for men who have a transcendent experience with them. Right. Whereas We do want it that way. Right. And I think they're starved for that. And so they play up that aspect of the romantic encounter Hmm. because women are looking for it because it has gone away from the... Like, the culture is not privileging it anymore. We don't... I mean, half the people don't even believe human beings have souls. I mean, you talk to anybody who's like a sort of a adherent to modern science or a yeah. radical materialist, they're just sort of like, yeah, no, of course not. It's all about chemistry and about preservation of the species. And we don't know why. The big question is about why, yeah. you know, don't lead to God or yeah. anything. It just, this is the way we are. And so that is what is. That's what they can hold their, hold on to. And then it's. It's a lot of cognitive science. It's a lot about this is how our brains work and this is how the chemistry works in our brain. This is why we care about this. I think women are looking for more than that. Yeah. And so they're starved for that. And so... They write them that way. So they write them that way. And I, I mean, how many men are reading romance novels other than me? It's got to be in the low single digits of percent of readership of these Probably, novels. although we don't know, so we would have to look that up. 3%. I'm, I'll bet you 3% right now, and I think that's high. I don't know. I think Maybe. that's high. You think you think that 6 or 8% of the readership of Nora Roberts is men? No chance. No chance. It's men. Hmm. I don't know. Take a bet. Gun to your head. What percent of readership? Seven. You think seven percent? Eighteen percent. Of what? Of romance readers are men. What does romance mean? Eighty-two percent of romance readers are women, and eighteen percent are men. Forty-five percent of romance readers have a college degree. The average romance reader is forty-two years old. Eighteen percent. 
The target audience is women 35 to 54. <laughs> but, I mean, it shocks me. 20% of men picking up Nora Roberts. 20% of well, readers. Well, they don't have to be reading Nora Roberts. They could be men reading men. You know, they could be reading Kate Claiborne. They could be reading Lisa. You really think that? I they can't could imagine be, that that's true. They could be reading romance novels about two men. Okay, well, control for that then. Well, they don't really know. <laughs> control for that is what I want to say. Like, I want to know specifically of the types of novels we've been reading. There's no chance that 18... I just, I mean, maybe I would well, be Well, that's shocked. what the Romance Writers of America estimate. Somebody needs to do a market research study on this. It's a billion Yeah, it was a survey study. conducted by Romance Writers of America. 18%. But does that include Pride and Prejudice? I don't know. I mean, if it includes, like, the classics, then... Okay. I can't imagine it includes those. And, and if you've read one, that means you're a romance reader. Like, what is... For the... next week, we'll do some research. I'll come back with some answers. Okay. So, basically, we both underestimated the appeal of romance novels to men. That's um, what we can take from that. Okay, so if that's true, if I'm super not, excited to hear what you've chosen. Royal Match and Novella by Parker Swift. And what made you choose this? I have my methods, okay? I'm very curious. Royal Match and Novella? What do you expect when you're royally expecting? In five years of marriage to Dylan Hale, the hottest, not to mention most deliciously insatiable Duke in England, I've learned one cardinal rule. Never say no to the queen. Her orders. What? I'm, I'm to be the matron of honor at the royal wedding of the century, which is coincidentally my due date. <laughs> Dylan, Dylan's plan it, plan is to seduce me into an early labor to avoid this royal ruckus. So now I'm caught between the queen's command and my sexy duke's desire. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're kidding, right? What in the no, what? I'm reading this. What made you choose this, and how did you find it? Well, you know, I have my methods. I've, um, you know, we've expanded our circle of listenership, and I should say that one of our listeners uh, recommended this novel to me. So that's what I'm, I'm sorry. Say. What? This is this. Was, you got a recommendation. This was a listener recommendation. I mean, am I going to say no to our no? We should definitely say yes to our listeners. What is the title again? The title of it is Royal Match, a novella <laughs> by Parker Swift. Well, we could probably do two this week then because it's only a novella. No, we're, we're going to do a novella and then just enjoy the novella, okay? Royal Match, yes. Parker Swift. Mm -hmm. I can't wait. <laughs> All right. I, I mean, as I read it, I, I thought, <laughs> okay, this is going to be just a Regency romance. And then she's, like, pregnant, and then he's, like, trying to seduce her into an early <laughs> labor. I was like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> this is crazy. So then I was like, okay, I got him to right. read this. I'm excited. Aren't you? I'm very excited. This is crazy. Who comes up with this idea? I mean, romance writers are creative. Right. All right, next week, Royal Match.